You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is formerly the Taco Bell Kid, Mikey Manfredi. How are you doing, Mikey? Uh, still upset that I have to be the, that I have to be the former Taco Bell Kid. I didn't want this. Nobody wanted this, but it had to be done. So. Are are you now that you're formerly the Taco Bell kid? Are you going to transition into being? Do you have a new fast food restaurant that could be your new fave? Like that's basically my question. There's not much. There's like there's like not much around me, and like probably, it's probably gonna be like McDonald's or Oof. Wendy's. Ooh, the the Wendy boy. The, <laughs> uh, the, the Wendy the Wendy's kid. The Wendy's kid. The, 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 what the, is... spicy, the, the spicy nugget. The the spicy nugget's not bad. The spicy nugget's not bad whatsoever. Some, is there anything to do with frosty? I can I can frost my tips. Your frosty friend, Mikey Manfredi. <laughs> Your frosty friend. That's not bad. Your frozen frosty friend. That's me. That's not I'm bad. Just, I'm just a I'm just a nice vanilla frosty here for here for you here for your your fries to dip. And I think if we did McDonald's, the only transition would be Mikey McFreddy. <laughs> Mikey McFreddy. Yeah, that's the only thing. Mikey, but... Mikey Mac Freddy. <laughs> Mikey Big Mac Freddy. Mikey Big Mac Freddy. It's not yeah, bad. That's, that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, then there we although, go. Although I am a double quarter pounder with cheese type of guy, I don't go for the Big Mac. I'm a I'm a double cheeseburger kind of gal. <laughs> the double quarter pounder with cheese is just the, the best burger at McDonald's. Because it's not like the the little tiny patties they use for the Big Mac or like the the dollar cheeseburgers. It's like they, they they say they're fresh cooked, but they're like way thicker and like actually have some some substance to them. I legit don't think I've ever had a double quarter pounder of cheese. You're missing. It, honestly, you're missing out. I I've, I my next my... time you, next time you go to McDonald's, either get a quarter pounder or a double quarter pounder because they have to for those they have to make the patties fresh. Okay, because they decided, they decided to do this thing where like instead of just using the microwave patties, they're gonna actually start grilling some patties now. Oh, you mean the McDonald's have started to, have decided to start being like kind of not really healthy, but kind of better than they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they taste they taste so much better and they're thicker, so it's like actually like a burger. You know, it's not like it's not like the shitty tiny all bun almost burger burger. It's like an it's like a burger. Jeez, I it's got, it's got all my favorite things on it. Too. It's got onions, ketchup, pickles. I'm like in. I love it. My go-to for Taco Bell, not Taco Bell for McDonald's, has and has been for maybe the past. Oh man, ten years, I would say, has been double cheeseburger meal, fries, medium Coke. And a single four-piece nugget. That has been my go-to Interesting. for over, probably over 10 years. I go large double quarter pounder with cheese meal, and then I get a 10-piece nuggie on the side. That's not a 10-piece nuggie. Oh, my God. I love, me some, I love me some nuggies. Well, there we go. Well, then, I hope, uh, if, if you're new to this podcast, I'm sure you're very confused. You're like, I thought this was a fantasy booking show. And re- here we are, <laughs> however many in- minutes in, discussing our food orders. If you have, what's your food? What's your McDonald's food order? I, I found out when I was talking to Craig. Tweet, tweet at us at Hit the Books Pod. What's your McDonald's food order? Yes, I I was talking to Craig what's the other usual? day 
I was explaining to him the travesty that happened at Taco Bell, and he apparently in Scotland does not have Taco Bell. And I was, Wild. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was sad for him or excited for him because then he he's never had to experience Taco Bell. But at the same vein, he's never had to experience Taco Bell. What is boggling my mind about it is that they took this stuff off the menu when literally no one was complaining about it. Like everyone, all the potatoes things, like the the nacho fries, the uh, uh, cheesy potato griller, the the fiesta the fiesta tots or whatever. I, ha- I have the list. I have the list right here. Okay, hit me, hit me, hit me. Okay, this is a list. So it's official. Taco Bell is axing all its potato dishes, among other offerings, and a big menu revamp scheduled for August thirteenth. Um, yes, it happened already. Uh, yeah. So th- the list includes the grilled steak soft taco, seven layer burrito, nacho supreme, beefy fritos burrito, spicy tostada, triple layer, layer nachos, spicy potato soft taco, cheesy fiesta potatoes, the loaded grillers, chips and dips, which I don't know how that why they're just getting rid of that, the mini skillet bowl, and the quesarito. Which pisses me off because quesarito is my favorite thing. Also, um, it's just like nobody was complaining about these things. Why did they decide to be like, eh, fuck it. People love these things. Fuck them. It appears they're doing, they're, they're working on for a massive streamlining of the menu and restaurant operations. Maybe this has something to do with COVID and the fact that like, you know, they're trying to streamline it to not worry about the excess expenses, which I get, but. I was, but they took away everything good on the menu. <laughs> like they took away a lot of stuff. They, they took, took away all the good shit. They took away all the best. They took away the quesarito, the the cheese, the cheese. Like they took away all the best shit. You, you went, you just went through the list. Like I don't get it. Like what do they still have? Like hooray, a Crunchwrap Supreme. The Crunchwrap Supreme was okay at best anyway. And the and the fucking uh, Doritos the only Locos thing, Taco. Eh, I never really got them. Like, I I got them sometimes, but like I, I could go with or without. I'm more of a burrito chalupa guy at Taco Bell. I don't go for hard tacos at Taco Bell. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but, like, the the best thing for me, the best thing now, I think, in my eyes, is the chalupa. The chalupa. Is, like, the only thing I have left. I mean, that's not that's not bad. The chalupa's not bad. Chalupas are good. Oh, no, chalupas are great. I love chalupa. Like, I love a, a good chalupa. Something about it's something about that shell not being it's like a mix between like it's like a mix between a soft and a hard shell, but it's like fried too. It's like great. It's so great. Me, I love a good chalupa. <laughs> don't get me don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love a good chalupa. Dorito <laughs> will be missed. Man. Uh I love Taco Bell and I'm I, I hopefully the things so they brought back like the grande nachos, which are my one of my favorite things. But it, to really make their fans... Did they say they got rid of chips and dips? Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, they have the nachos? What? I, I don't understand why they're doing that. But I I hope what they do to make up for this is just right around the corner is they bring back the nacho fries. Um, They need to, right? Like That, that it, can't be gone forever. That's one of the best things they have. Those these are, are, these are basically are so just like... Good. These are... They're a fl- I don't want... Like the fluffy fries like with nacho seasoning on them and like they give you nacho cheese you can dip them with they're so good but it it would you be happy with this this axing mikey of of all these food groups if it means nacho fries are a mainstay on the menu if honestly if nacho fries are permanent it would it wouldn't fill the hole but it mean it would mean the losses weren't in vain and the whole and by hole you mean your mouth yeah <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't like fill the void that the quesarito and the the cheesy potato griller left in my heart but it would definitely make it so they didn't just die in vain for no reason that's fair that's fair it, well, it, they'd be like they would be like martyrs for the nacho fries you know the, the sacrifice like the sacrifice needed to get the nacho fries as a permanent item on the menu they would be they would be the band-aid to this situation yeah exactly well, uh, if you, again, if you're new to this podcast and you have no idea what's happening, welcome to Hit the Books. What we are is not <laughs> only wrestling podcast. we're a wrestling podcast where we book our own versions. We write out our own versions of both Raw and SmackDown. We've taken the book, we've taken the pens, and we've been booking our own versions of Raw and SmackDown for over two years now. 
So a little pat on our back there. But uh, wrestling fans are very enthusiastic about fast food. Yes, <laughs> because we're slobs. We uh, love fast food, so that's what that is. But we're... I never said we're slobs. I just we're fast food enthusiasts. Yeah, I'm saying we're slobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> you... <laughs> I'm saying we're slobs. I'm I'm dunking on us. Um, but if you're new to the show, thank you so much for listening and sticking through the the fast food, even if you're from another country or Scotland or whatever. Um, we are just coming back off of our huge SummerSlam pay-per-view. Uh, so if you want to go and listen to that, listen to our own version of SummerSlam, head on over. Just you know, look at this podcast feed. Go down or up or whatever whatever direction it would be to see recent episodes. You'll see our SummerSlam pay-per-view special there where we book our own version of SummerSlam. It's a great point. It's, I thought it was a really good pay-per-view, really solid pay-per-view, huge announcements there happening. And you, of course, get little spoilers of what happened there. So, in, in this episode, uh, but yeah, that's basically it. So, this episode is going to be us revealing our Monday Night Raw return home from the pay per view of Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. So, Mikey, I guess we're ready to do it. Last week's episode was a ended in a tie in the poll, so uh, we're gonna have to hit the randomizer on each other, which is another thing to to hurt us. But before we get there. So, of course, it was another thing to hurt us, but hopefully we can get some nice, helpful things. Um, hey, yeah, but say we might get some good things. we got to keep our hopes up. we got to keep the our hopes up. The only thing that's going to get us through this podcast. That's true. Um, but before we get there, there are some newcomers on WWE's roster that that I figure we should prob- probably address to try to figure out where they're going, which roster they're going. And that being MVP, who's been on the roster for a while now, but I thought he was just like a manager type. And then all of a sudden, there's rumors that he signs a new contract. I'm like, oh, I guess MVP's up for grabs now. Uh, And then, of course, Mickey James, the return of Mickey James. And then, of course, the new arrival of Dominic Mysterio, which we all saw his match at SummerSlam. So we have three new wrestlers here, Mikey, that are up for grabs. So I guess we have to decide where they're going. Do you have what are your thoughts on this? Oh, man, my I am excited to see who gets who. Uh, I'm ex- I'm also excited to see how we're going to figure this out. Yes, we haven't talked about it, figuring this out. Is there anyone you particularly want? I feel like it would make... For me, it makes the most sense if you take Dominic. Uh, okay. Seeing that you have his dad. <laughs> That's true. That is, that is indeed true. I do have... Ray Mysterio on my roster, so that does make the most sense. Yeah. So are we? So can we? Do you want to just handle that? <laughs> yes. Sure. Take, I'll take. I'll take Dominic. Just take him off the board right away. I was. I, I figured. Hey, and maybe you got a new tag team out of it. Who knows? Um. There you go. Dominic Mysterio on SmackDown. So we also have MVP Mickey James. Uh. Do you have any preference on one or the other? I'll give you the first pick if you if you don't mind i i feel like mikey has had a little bit of a downtrodden you know down roll here so i feel like you need some some help here so i'll give you the first pick of who you take i would rather james i would rather mickey james you would rather have mickey james yes okay why why is that i just think she'd be a great addition to my already stacked women's division and i don't really have anything for mvp that's fair, and I did, and at SummerSlam, I did take one of your female superstars. Yes, you did. So I'll, you know, there we go. I'll happily take MVP. Maybe he's going to do the same thing and take over Lana. Take uh, over LLC and just make it hurt business again. Yeah, we'll make the hurt business, but with Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> the hurt, the hurt business to Cesaro Boogaloo. <laughs> God, that's so awful. It's great. <laughs> Okay, well that I know now what I'm doing with MVP moving forward. So uh, I'm just gonna adjust my card here as we as I get ready for the show. Uh, okay, well then there we go. MVP is on Raw. Mickey James and Dominic Mysterio to SmackDown. Good for them. Uh, and I think we're ready to do the show. So we got yeah, a tie last good. week in the poll. So are we gonna just go back and forth yet again? Yeah, let's. How, how we started doing that uh, in the last pay per view cycle. Do you like doing that, or you prefer doing the Raw and SmackDown one show at a time? I like. I, I think I prefer going back and forth. Okay, well, if, if you're a listener as well, let us know what you think about it. But, yeah, tweet at us. Let us know what you like better. Um, well, then let's get to it. Let's open. I'll start with Raw, 
I guess since it doesn't really matter. Um, Opening up the show with Keith Lee and his championship celebration. That's right. If you you didn't hear the SummerSlam episode, Keith Lee is our new WWE champion. So he's opening up Raw. We had so many new champions at SummerSlam. Exactly. I, I, there was a lot of new stuff. I had to adjust a lot of things. Um, Keith Lee thanks the entire WWE Universe for supporting him during his this entire journey. He says he's never wavered from being himself, and you all accepted the fullness of who I am, and I thank you for that. But now that the journey of capturing the WWE Championship is over, I now must defend it. Suddenly, the Usos ambush Keith Lee. Uh, it was going to be the Usos and LLC, but I can't use Bobby Lashley because I think it was a sickness what you drew at SummerSlam, so god dang it. I think so. Uh, during the ambush, while Usos are beating down Keith Lee, Roman Reigns walks out and slowly makes his way to the ring. Just a chorus of boos, of new veneers <laughs> and all. I love him. For some reason, I love the idea of him slowly walking to the ring and then just just like on a loop. It's just turner, turner, <laughs> I want people. To, I want people to hate the music. I want. I want. I want fans to hate the music even more. I just want them to hear it over and over again. Uh, I or no, I take that back. I don't think the music's playing in my brain. The music isn't playing. He's just walking out. He just walks out silently, like Tommaso Ciampa. Yes, to ideally a chorus of boos. That would be great. Um, so when he arrives to the ring, he grabs Mike and demands. Or I don't think he doesn't even grab the mic. He just grabs Keith Lee by the shirt or whatever and demands that Keith Lee gives him the WWE Championship back. You know, give, <laughs> give me my match. Not even a match. He's just like, give it back. Give it back. Give I me my match. It. He's just yelling. Give me my belt back. <laughs> He's just yelling at Keith Lee over and over again. Because you got to remember, remember, Roman Reigns won the WWE title, put his, cha- his job on the line. Lost it the next night after WrestleMania to Brock. Next week, finds out he can never challenge for it again. Kind of goes a little mad from it. And uh, now he gets the opportunity to, now that Brock's out the picture, Keith Lee's in. He has now the chance to get that title. So the first night back, he's already on top of it. Um, suddenly, someone's got to come to the safe. Save, someone's got to be the savior here, Mikey. And that person is going to be Alistair Black. Comes to the ring with a steel chair in hand to make the save. Uh, the, the great equalizer. The great equalizer. Uh, so he's able to, you know, deal with Roman Reigns. He chases out Roman Reigns and the Usos. As Keith, as Keith Lee is getting to his feet, AJ Styles pulls Keith Lee out of the ring and starts beating him down, throwing him into the steel steps, into the barricade. Oh. Security comes out and holds back AJ Styles. So a big, tumultuous start to Monday Night Raw. Very huge start to Raw. A lot of, lot of, lot of people coming to the ring. A lot of big brawls. Uh, I love it. And that sets up our Ro- ma- Roman just being like, "Give me my title. Give me, give it to me. I want it back." This sets up our main event of the night, which is Keith Lee and Aleister Black versus Roman Reigns and AJ Styles in a tag match. All right, all right, like it. Big old main event, Mikey. What's Very opening up SmackDown, baby? Opening up SmackDown, Ryan. You know what? I just liked your idea so much that I uh, I decided to go with it. How dare Drew you. McIntyre comes to the ring with his new Universal Championship. You son of a bitch. <laughs> We're also opening SmackDown with a celebration. Uh, he says, Tonight is cause for celebration. After so long, after fighting through every obstacle Randy Orton threw at me, I am the new Universal Champion. Drew holds up the title and celebrates some more. Now, even though I'm the this, champion... This is, is Drew McIntyre drinking from that, like snake alcohol thing the snake bottle. he just has the bottle he has the bottle he's celebrating <laughs> with the whole snake in it oh my god he just he pulls the snake out and eats it <laughs> live on tv live on cable jesus incredible now even though i'm the champion i don't plan on slowing down especially since the hunter has now become the hunted i know that this title puts a huge target on my back and to that i say bring it on I'll take on anyone and everyone to prove that I'm worthy enough to call myself your universal champion. Randy Orton's music hits and he comes to the stage. Drew, you know more than anyone that you absolutely do not deserve to hold that title. Yeah. I want a shot. I want a shot at my title back because at the end of the day, I'm he gets cut off. He gets cut off by an attack from behind from Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole. 
Undisputed by, era, Je- by down- just Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Going rogue. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly and no one else. <laughs> by, so it's by uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole. The original three. Uh, Undisputed Era beat down Randy Orton and Cole picks up Orton's mic. Randy, you had your time in the spotlight. Your old news, a washed up has been. It's time for a new age of SmackDown and we are going to be the ones to rate it in. We started at SummerSlam when Fish and O'Reilly became the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and I plan on taking my spot at the top of SmackDown when I take you down, Drew McIntyre. Don't get too attached to that title, Mr. Hunter, because it's going to be in our hands soon, and that is undisputed. As we cut to commercial. Wow. I love it. Yep. Or the, the fake out. Or... Uh, of Orton trying to get his rematch and Undisputed Era saying, no way. It's our time now, baby. Oh, sorry. It's our time now, baby. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I like the idea that um, <laughs> I like the idea that like when when this happened at SummerSlam, and we're not going to mention Roderick Strong right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about what happened to Roderick Strong. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about Roderick Strong. Uh, who, if I'm not mistaken, he got injured not at Friday Night SmackDown, but during the week house show on that Saturday a house show, and he couldn't compete. Yeah, it was a mess. Um, so he's not, he's out for a couple weeks. So yeah, uh, I like it. Solid, solid attack, beating down Randy Orton. Does McIntyre just roll out? Or are they saying this to McIntyre as well? Uh, they they they're saying this to McIntyre. They, like Undisputed Era is cutting this promo on McIntyre. Uh, I see. And, I uh, see. It. Uh. As un- like undisputed era is like leaving and their music hits and Drew McIntyre standing in the ring just like staring daggers at them as the as you know the, it fades out and like Michael Cole is like we'll be back right after this as SmackDown rolls on I love or something it. like that I love it I like I like how despite I I love it when heels and some people say it doesn't make sense but I like it a lot when heels lose at a pay per view and just like ignore it and move on to something else. Mm-hmm. is the best way to do it like adam cole lost at SummerSlam, and he's like i deserve this title shot <laughs> like if anyone deserves it kevin owens deserves it if anyone i mean i don't know adam cole is just demanding that it's that it's his time and i and that and it's perfect because it fits perfectly with adam cole and the undisputed era's like character it makes mm-hmm. sense i love it a lot um well then let's head over back to raw unless you have another thing there mikey but no go for it uh, on Raw, we are announcing the start of a, a Intercontinental Championship number one contenders tournament. Oh, I love a good tournament, Ryan. New, new I tournament. I love a good tournament arc. New tournament arc. Uh, a big old tournament here. Mikey, I'll, let me let me hit you with the matches in the full tournament. You have the full tournament laid out. Yeah, I have the full tournament laid out. Two, three, four, Ooh. five, six, seven, eight-man eight tournament. All right, let's hear it. Okay, on the left side of the bracket, um, in the whatever this is, quarterfinals. I guess yeah, I guess the quarterfinals, round one. Round round one, we have Elias versus King Corbin. Classic. Uh, just below that, still on the left side of the bracket, we have Titus O'Neil versus the debuting MVP. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Thank you, Gator Country over here. <laughs> and on the other side of the bracket, on the uh, east side of the bracket, if you will, we have John Morrison versus Chad Gable. All right. And then Andrade versus The Miz. All right. I like it. So a uh, big... Solid matchup there. Yeah, big eight-man number one contenders tournament. Mikey, do you have a pick on who you think is going to win the whole thing? I think it's going to be... And why is it Titus? <laughs> Because he's, uh, what's what's it? Uh, Team Worldwide or something like that? That's been over for years, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. We're bringing it back just for this. Um, I think that it's going to be... I'm going to... I think I'm, I'm either going to stick to my pick of King Corbin. Because you also thought King Corbin was going to win that Battle Royal, didn't you? I think he's in for... I think you're, I think, I think you're going to stealth push him. Stealth. I, I'm stealth pushing King Corbin. Or it's gonna. Honestly, it's. 
I think I'm between King Corbin, Elias, and The Miz. Or, hmm, I don't know. They're all so good. It's it's a solid between tournament. between, like, four people. I don't know. <laughs> it's a solid number one contenders tournament. Uh, I have no idea. Well, let me hit you with the first round matchup here uh, in match number one. It's going to be Elias versus King Corbin tonight in that first round matchup. And the winner will help you decide. The winner is King Corbin. All right. Interesting. 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 I, I don't like a lot. I like... Uh... It sucks that Elias lost, but, like, I... Honestly, I'm kind of liking this, like, subtle King Corbin push you're going to hopefully start. Yes. That, that you've been kind of... You've been building him up a little bit. Yes, I, I've been slowly building up. And he's been having this, like, kind of feud with Elias as well. Yeah. So now he's sort of won this feud in a weird way as well. I'm so, into it. I'm so into it. Good on Corbin. So, yeah, that, that's my first round at match. We'll have another match uh, later tonight. All right. For our first match over on SmackDown here on Friday night, we have Charlotte Flair versus Mandy Rose with Charlotte Flair picking up the victory. Poor Mandy. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Poor Mandy. She'll come back. She'll come. She'll, I'm going to do something with Mandy and it's going to be cool. But right now I just don't have anything. On the, uh, I, the, I previously did the rankings from SummerSlam. Do you want to know what spot uh, Mandy Rose no. is in? No, because <laughs> it's just going to make me sad. Mandy, Mandy Rose, um, and this is in reverse order. Like, uh, I guess I don't, I don't do it, but like number, like number, it's as one out of a hundred wrestlers. Number hundred is like the number one person who is Drew McIntyre. So just to pre- preface that, Mandy Rose is sitting at sixteen. <laughs> Ugh, I know it's bad. I need to. There, she's not the worst. I'll figure, I'll figure something out. She's I not the worst on SmackDown. I just don't have it right now. I just don't know what it is. You know, she's not the worst on SmackDown, so that's good, I guess. <laughs> she's not the worst on SmackDown. Thank so you for rubbing good. that in, Ryan. She's not. She's not. She she's one hundred percent not. The Honestly, worst. I did this because I have a lot of heels on my roster, and I'm trying to make Charlotte Flair more face. So I I needed to put her against the heel. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm just saying that because she just cannot catch a break, Mandy Rose. I know. I feel bad for her. So do I. Trust me. I don't uh, like doing it. Well, let's move on over to Raw. And I, I'm going to, if you don't mind, Mikey, I'm going to hit a back. T- eh, no, I'll just do this one. Uh, okay. We got a video package. All right. Video package just recapping Shayna Baszler's Money in the Bank cash in at SummerSlam. And of course, her eventual win. Of the Raw Women's Championship, if you don't remember, she cat. It was a match between Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan. During the match, Shayna Baszler cashed in, making it a triple threat, uh, and then uh, Baszler won the match, taking out both competitors. All right, and that's it. That's all my video packages. What's up? What's over at SmackDown? Over on SmackDown, we got a backstage segment after that Charlotte Flair Mandy Rose match. Oni Lorkin finds Pete Dunne backstage. Oni says, hey, that was a great match we had at SummerSlam. I wanted to thank you for the opportunity, even though it was kind of last minute. Dunn says, no problem. You were a great wrestler, and that match was an honor for me. Lurkin continues, look, I wanted to ask you for one more thing. A rematch tonight for that U.S. title. I came so close at SummerSlam, and I know now that I got to step in the ring with you that that I can beat you. Dunn looks a little shocked at first and says, you know what? You took me to hell and back at SummerSlam. So tonight, you got it. Dunn sticks his hand out for a handshake to seal the deal. Lorcan obliges, and the match is set. Okay, very respectful. Setting so up our main event tonight between Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunn for the United States Championship. Nice. Very respectful uh, interaction between the two. Uh, is it potentially a tease to something, to, to some sort of disrespect? Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll find out later tonight. In that main mm-hmm. event. I, solid main event. Doesn't stack up to mine. Of course not. <laughs> Ouch. But uh, it's it's good all the same. Uh, moving back over to Raw, we have another segment, in fact. All right. Uh, this segment is a backstage interview with Bianca Belair and Naomi. If you don't remember, um, well, Char- uh, Charlie Caruso will re- remind you. She asked Bianca and Naomi what they plan to do tonight. Since their triple threat match against Shayna Baszler has been canceled, since seeing that there is no briefcase to win. If you don't remember, Mikey, uh, there was supposed to be a triple threat match today 
where it was going to be Baszler versus Naomi versus Belair for the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. But, of course, Baszler cashed in, so there's nothing to fight over. Yep. Uh, Naomi responds. There's nothing to fight over anymore. The price is gone. Oh, darn. Naomi responds, saying that they aren't here to play games. Just because they aren't getting a shot at the briefcase doesn't mean they don't deserve a shot at Shayna's title. Bianca grabs the mic and shoots straight down the barrel. Uh, telling Shayna to listen up. I pinned you in that ring, Shayna, not even with my KOD, but with a roll-up. I caught the submission magician by surprise, and you geeked it. You had to use your briefcase on at, on Sunday because you knew I was going to take it from you tonight. You're scared of me, Shayna. I am the EST, the greatest, the fastest, the strongest, the smartest, the coolest, the best, the greatest, so nice I had to say it twice. I'm coming for the Raw Women's Championship, Shayna. Mark my words. I love it. What a great promo from Bianca. Yeah, Bianca Belair. Not playing any games. Not playing any games. No games. No games around here. Just straight cash. I guess I got nothing. <laughs> Dang it! I read a great promo and I screwed up. Screw right, right to the ground. <laughs> what you did with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's this has been my hope is that uh, maybe we'll get maybe that's going to be the title match at Clash of Champions in, in four <gasps> weeks. Maybe. Who knows? What am I? Uh, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. What did I start calling myself? The Nostradamus of the Nostradamus of booking. Yeah, that's 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 what I should have introduced myself as. My mistake, but uh, yeah, so there we go. Um, what else is happening on SmackDown? Next up on SmackDown, we have a tag team match between One Nation versus Ziggler and Rude, where One Nation takes the victory, which leads into our next segment, which is a post-match interview about One Nation's loss at SummerSlam. They say, what happened at SummerSlam was nothing more than a minor setback to our ultimate goal of running this tag team division. Undisputed Era, you guys better watch your backs. One Nation isn't going to take that loss lying down, and we plan on taking those titles back. And One Nation leave. Nice. Solid promo from One Nation. One Nation, if there was ever supposed to... If if he turned heel again, I really like the idea of One Nation teaming up with McIntyre. Ooh. Like, there's something about those... As, like, his bodyguards almost... Yeah, it's like like the little faction there. There's something about that group that is night like it, they gel well. They're like because they're both like they're calm. The they have plans. The nation of hunters. Mm, one nation's still good. Okay. <laughs> A nation of hunters. Why not just na- say hunter nation? Hunter nation. Because hunter nation sounds like a like a shitty Twitch streamers community. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Hunter Nation? I'm back. <laughs> hey, it's your boy Hunter. What's up, Hunter Nation? Wait, so his name's Hunter, and he just calls his fans Hunter Nation. You know it. I get it. I don't know why it gives off the same vibes as like Plant Gang. He he just plays Call of Duty, and that's it. He doesn't <laughs> exactly. play anything he else. Only, he only plays Warzone. He only plays Warzone. He doesn't have time to play anything else because nothing else is good. He's gotta get he's gotta get Damascus on those guns, man. I'm so can I be honest with you, Mikey? Yeah, okay. That uh I've been thinking about doing a Twitch. Like I, I say that God, I'm so fucking old. I should I do it doing a Twitch. About, I've also been thinking about starting to stream. I've been thinking about it recently, and I'm just like, you know, maybe maybe I I have like the game capture card. Um and obviously, I have the microphones and whatnot. Currently, this microphone isn't like that I'm using right now for this podcast isn't plugged into my computer. So I wonder if there's a way to do that or something. I don't know. I, I don't know how to do all that stuff, but maybe it's something I have to look into. I don't know. I, I would. Be, I would definitely. Be, is this something I'm, def, I'm definitely interested into? Yeah. So maybe we'll get a Twitch channel or something. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Who, who knows? Who knows? Or at least individually. I don't know. Anyways, moving over to Raw. Uh, we have another match here scheduled: Nia Jax versus Carmella. All right. Uh, Nia Jax wins pretty definitively over Carmella. After the match, Nia Jax grabs the mic, says that she's bu- done being Alexa Bliss's lackey. I am no Love bodyguard. 
I am better than this. I am better than her. Alexa Bliss walks out and tells Nia Jax that she is not a bodyguard. You are my friend, Nia. Please don't do this. Nia thinks about it for a second and then clotheslines Alexa Bliss. Hits, oh, her no. the, hits her with the rampage and leaves. Dun, dun, dun. The end of an era. End of an era. End of the genetic goddesses. Nia Jax has seemingly turned heel on your ass, Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, so thoughts on that, Mikey? I'm into it. I like the breakup. I think it was inevitable uh, that it was going to happen sooner or later. It's run uh, its course. It's run yeah, its course. I think, I, I think I think you picked a good time to to call it quits. I, I I'm I'm interested in what they're both going to do in more of a singles run. Yes, yes, that is a good point. Uh, what happened over on SmackDown? Uh, you want to do your next one since I did two in a row? Did you do two in a row? I don't even know that. I did my match two and uh, segment afterwards. Oh well, then uh, I'm gonna have to do more in a row because these two are back to back in a way. Well, that's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Do figure it out in post. Uh, so next up is a segment. It's going to be Chad Gable prepping for his match backstage because he's got the match next in that tournament. Um, he's got prepping for his match backstage, and Dana Bryan meets up with Gable. Gable thanks Bryan for coming to save Edge at SummerSlam. Bryan appreciates it and says that he knows where Edge is coming from. You know, coming from a neck injury is no joke. And the things Rollins was doing to Edge made me scared for both his career and his life. Brian then changes the subject and asks if Gable's ready for his match tonight. Gable says he thinks he is ready. Brian tells Gable that he will not be in his corner for this tournament because as much coaching as I can give you, Gable, there comes a time where you have to go out on your own. Take this tournament as an opportunity. You know what to do, Gable. You are the greatest I've seen in quite a while. Go out there and show it to the rest of the world. Gable thanks Brian yet again and then walks to the ring. I love that. I love I love Papa Bird Daniel Bryan pushing his pushing his little one out of the nest and saying fly. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then next up is John Morrison versus Chad Gable. That first round matchup in the Intercontinental Championship number one contenders tournament. And Chad Gable does indeed fly. All right. Beautifully to a victory. Chad Gable soars like the beautiful, majestic bird he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? God. He was only a, he was only a baby bird, and now he is a beautiful adult bird flying <laughs> through the sky, free. I've never described birds as adult birds, but I guess that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, that's what they become, right? They just become grown-up birds. Well, like in. I've always thought of it as like baby birds <laughs> and then birds. Yes, one hundred percent. It's always been you're a baby bird and then you're a bird and that's it. <laughs> you're not an adult bird. You're not an old bird. You're just a you, god dang no, bird. You you don't. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no angsty teenage bird. <laughs> no, of course not. There's no bird that's like okay, time to go at the neck. And he's like, no, I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I just wanna. I just, I just wanna. I just wanna Twitch stream. Yo, welcome to Hunter Nation. I'm out here getting worms. Nah, I just... Nah, I just want to tweet. I just want to tweet. I just want to complain. Uh, online. Oh, God, this is coming real. Uh, Mikey, what's get me out of this spiral. What's happening on SmackDown? All right, next up, after uh, that post-match interview with One Nation, we have match number three, which is Piper Niven taking on Candice LeRae. However, this awesome match ends in a draw. Whoa, really? When the Iconics come to the ring and attack both competitors. Oh, okay. Interesting. So The Iconics come to the ring, break up this match, beat down Candice LeRae and Piper Niven. Oh, and Candice LeRae. Yes, they beat down both of them. Oh, wow. Wow. So Piper Niven, who's been utterly destroying the Iconics. Mm Mm-hmm. In one-on-one action, handicap match, just destroyed the Iconics. Yeah. Now has a draw against Candice LeRae due because to... Because of the Iconics. Because of the Iconics. The match goes to a zero, a non-finish, if you will. hmm Okay, well then, Iconics, there you go, I guess. They're not happy about that. No. Okay, well then, good for them. Well, you want to keep the ball rolling into your next segment or whatever? Yes, next up we have a video package. Ember Moon and Sasha Banks are sitting in the locker room together, and Ember looks at the camera, speaks up. 
With SummerSlam out of the way, it's time for us to start making some real progress. Asuka, even though I tore you down at SummerSlam, I'm not finished with you just yet. You embarrassed me months ago, and I'm going to put you through the same pain you put me through. Whoa. You're going you're gonna to be nothing but a shell of what you used to be when I'm done with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ember's aggressive. This is a real Sa- heel turn over here. Sasha speaks up. As for me, I plan on taking something I should have taken a long time ago. Bailey, I'm coming for that SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, shit. I'm going to rip that title away from you and show the WWE Universe that the boss is back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The storyline potentials. We get tag teams. We get singles matches. Fatal four ways. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. This is all exciting. Okay. Banks. A team up of Banks and Ember Moon going after individually Asuka and Bailey. You love to see it, folks. You love to see it. Uh, certainly, I, I do. I'm very excited where this is going. Me too. I'm the star- I'm very interested. I've like you set it up quite nicely, and I'm very interested now to see it unfold. It's all. It's all that is. Is like setting it up perfectly, and then being like, and now that you have all the toys and chips in front of you, it's like let's it's go. Like, it's like setting up the dominoes and yeah. then being like, all right, here we go. And That's setting it. off that first one and just letting it go. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, speaking of, let's move on to the next domino here. It's a match, a fatal four-way match. Number one contenders for the Ooh, Raw, Raw tag team titles. A fatal four-way tag team match. That's a lot of people in that ring. It's almost eight. It's exactly eight. <laughs> almost eight. <laughs> say why almost uh the four people in here are two fly guys ricochet and cedric alexander versus the usos okay versus viking raiders okay versus what was originally supposed to be llc but bobby lashley's gone lucha house party stepping up all right lucha house party stepping up stepping up lucha house party and the winner of this match is the lucha house party no the viking raiders all right Getting the win. And I'm gonna have to. Ivar. I'm gonna have to Step roll roll back into my next segment here, Mikey, because they're very related. Go for it. Uh, after that previous match, Seth Rollins and the disciples attack the Viking Raiders. Oh no! Naturally, what were you expecting? I don't. I don't know. Rollins grabs the mic and congratulates the Viking Raiders on once again getting a shot at their Raw Tag Team Championships. It will truly be an honor to crush you two again. Just like I crushed Edge last Sunday. You see, you two try to get involved in my match and it cost you. And now Mastiff and Murphy get full reign to beat you down yet again. And you deserve it. Edge has a, Edge is a has-been of this company. And I'm leading the WWE Universe into the light for their own good. They praise their false idols and want to see them return. While all the while, I... The Monday Night Messiah stands before them every single week, giving them exactly what they want. But I must do this because, you see, this is my burden. I must demolish those of the past to bring WWE into the future. If it means taking you two out, then so be it. I love his mission statement. Rollins leaves the ring to grab a candlestick because Eric and Ivar are both being held down by Mastiff and Murphy. Suddenly, Daniel Bryan's music hits. What? And he runs out. As Rollins is outside the ring, he runs out and gives Rollins a running knee to the face. Because, because of the distraction, Viking Raiders are able to break free from Mastiff and Murphy and deal with those two. And Bryan and Viking Raiders stand tall over Rollins and Mastiff and Murphy, who escape. The Beard Boys. The Beard Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beard boys. Oh, beard little bell. Oh, beard boys. Oh, beard boys. Yes. So, thoughts on that? Edge makes the save, or uh, Daniel Bryan makes the save to Edge at SummerSlam, and he does it again for the Viking Raiders. I like this. I like this possible feud that we have that that it might happen between Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. That that could be that could be a money feud for sure. Yes, I'm all about the money feuds. 
It's all about it's all about things been setting right, up for Dave years. McMahon, it's time for the money feuds. Like you were talking about, it's like those dominoes. I I'm setting up for forever. Like Viking, oh, this is the second. Place. This is the second time Viking Raiders are challenging for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, they they challenged, I believe, at Money in the Bank, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they challenged at Money in the Bank. Uh, because they came to the fence of Edge. So, happening again. Here we are from March or whatever it was. February, March to uh, April? May? May. Yeah, May. Yeah. From like May to uh, by time, I guess, by, by by time this comes out. Yeah, August. End of August. Mm-hmm. Back again. Run it, run it back, baby. Run it back. But yeah. Uh, so that is that Fatal 4-Way and that's that segment. Mikey. All right. After uh, that video package, we have match number four, which is Sami Zayn taking on the newest SmackDown recruit, R Truth. Yeah, baby. R Truth, Detective Truth in the house. That's a that's that's a present. I hope you realize how much of a present it is. I'm giving you Detective Truth. Sami Zayn wins this match. God dang it, <laughs> Mister Money in the Bank, Sami Zayn wins it. <laughs> After that, we have a post-match interview segment with Sammy, if I may. Go for it. You have to. All right. Post-match interview with Sammy Zayn about what happened at the start of SmackDown. Sammy just left. You think I'm worried about their petty little argument over who's going to be the champ? No, not me. I'm just biding my time. And as soon as one of them gets a little too comfortable and lets their guard down, even for a second, Sammy holds up his MITV briefcase. I'll be there to tear them apart. And then Sammy leaves. And then after he leaves, he kind of leans back into the frame for a second, shoots daggers at the camera, and then leaves again. <laughs> I love it. I love this, like, semi-maniacal, semi-comedic. Semi-maniac, semi, like, evil, but semi-goofy Sammy Zayn. Yeah, like, you, like, it's Sammy Zayn. He can't not be goofy. Exactly. Like, I feel like there's always going to be that, like, lightheartedness to Sami Zayn. My question is, when the hell is Sami Zayn going to cash in this goddamn briefcase? He hasn't even defended it. Well, he doesn't have to, I guess. Yeah, it was like, you don't have to defend the briefcase, Ryan. That's true. I like I like briefcase defenses. It's not a title. That's, that's my new Japan coming out. <laughs> it's like, enough. I like briefcase defenses. I like people losing it. Um, okay. But yeah, when is he gonna cash in this goddamn briefcase? I mean, he's got time, I guess. He's got time on his side. Yes, he, he has all the way till next Money in the Bank. That is true. That is true. Uh, so good for him. Well, it's main event time for both of our shows, Mikey. Uh, and mm-hmm. over on Raw, that main event is Keith Lee and Alistair Black versus Roman Reigns and AJ Styles. Mikey, I got the winner right here in front of me. Do you already know who it is? I would love to know who it is. The winner of this main event tag team match is. Roman Reigns and AJ Styles. Ooh, big win. AJ Styles pins Aleister Black. Big win for the heels. Big old win for the heels. So I'm excited. (laughs) Or or Aleister Black. Well, someone's got... When I made this this tag match, I was like, man, this is a great tag match. I quickly realized, like, someone's going to take this fall. (laughs) Comes back, finds out who beat him up, and then loses a bunch. Aleister Black just cannot find his footing. What do you mean loses a bunch? He he beat Cesaro, beat Sheamus. And then he lost at SummerSlam, and he just lost again in a tag team match. (laughs) He just can't can't find the... He can't beat Roman, I guess. (sighs) Or Styles, apparently. Or Styles, yeah. I'll be honest. Originally, Alistair Black was going to be in this Intercontinental Championship tournament, and then I was like, "No, I, I want to spin him off into the main event scene." So there you go. So I, I like lo- him. Now. I like him here. I like him here too. I, I like him still involved with Roman because he's not done. Because he lost, he's not done with Roman. I figure. Mm-hmm. So he's got to stay here. So we'll see where else this will go for Alistair Black, for Roman, for Styles. Of course, Keith Lee is going to defend his title. Class of Clash of Champions. It's just a matter of against who. Yes. So that's my main event. If you like that card, go vote in the poll, baby, on Twitter at Pod. Mikey, what's your main event? All right. The main event over on SmackDown is only Lorkin taking on Pete Dunne for the United States Championship. And in this match, Whoa, hold on. this. There it is. My cat has entered the fray. Go ahead, Mikey. Uh, and in this match, 
this SummerSlam rematch, Pete Dunne picks up the victory yet again. However, after the match, Pete Dunne helps Oni Lorcan to his feet and raises Lorcan's hand in the air. Dunne brings Lorcan in for a hug and gives him that, like, as he's leaving, he gives him, like, that point, like, yeah, this guy. This guy, this guy, right, this motherfucker right here. Uh, and Pete Dunne leaves the ring with his championship, and Lorcan, even though he lost, he stands tall as SmackDown comes to a close. Solid. So a solid, def- another solid defense from Pete Dunne. Little, little nice, little shine to Oni Lorcan. A little, sing- a little uh, possible singles push for Oni Lorcan coming up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> With Danny Birch gone for what was it? However uh, many weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Thirty weeks. Well, twenty six now. He got the miraculous. <laughs> oh, you're right. Twenty six. Did I did I adjust that on the calendar? Oh, geez. <laughs> I hope I did. Or it's gonna be real confusing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> miraculous recovery i think i i think i did yes he's re- he's now returning on the lunar new year so congratulations yes. to danny birch but yeah like danny birch is gone until like february march so i think that's all fair for oni lorcan to get the singles push mm-hmm. i'm very excited i'm very excited to to book oni lorcan as a singles competitor yeah he's a and that's what that's what i like about oni lorcan is that he's an all-around solid hand will he mm-hmm. will is he a main event guy not really, but he is he a card guy. Is he a card guy? I would say absolutely. Um, he can mix it up. He can you know go out there and give you a solid match, no matter what. Absolutely. Uh, well, there we go. If you like SmackDown again, you can go vote in that poll on Twitter. If you don't know, if, you, if this is your first time, you have the opportunity to decide which card was better. Was it my version of Raw or was it Mikey's version of SmackDown? Uh, you can decide by going to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow while you're there. And vote in the poll that's at the pin tweet at the top of the Twitter page. Um, I got Someone told me that uh, it isn't, the poll isn't on there long enough, so I will try to extend it for longer. I think I did it for like a day and a half. I'll try to extend it for two days. I don't want to do it for like a full week or anything, just, just because, um, because of other reasons, but... So yeah. I'll extend it a little bit longer. Maybe maybe a couple of days. Maybe like two days. Yeah, two days. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, go to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. It's on that pinned tweet right at the top there. Go and vote on which card you thought was better because the power is in your hands. And I give you a, quite the example of what we mean by that. Mikey, it was a tie in the poll last week. And a tie means that we both have to throw the randomizer at each other. Indeed. Which is terrifying. The randomizer. This list of what? Like 40 items? I want to say. A lot of ways to a lot of ways to get screwed over. Yeah. For, like 42 items, I believe. 44, maybe. Uh, yeah, 42 items that we get to throw at each other to see what happens, who screws each other up. Because it's a tie, it both happens to each other. So, Mikey, you get to hit that randomizer see what our answer is i'm terrified i imagine you're always terrified we're always always terrified terrified. okay ryan i have your role whenever you're ready i'm never ready but i'm ready for this to hear it Uh, hopefully you have insurance ryan what no no (laughs) no whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt than a d20 plus 10 to see how many weeks they're out oh you've done it to me it's injury season apparently it's injury season we are just getting we're just hitting each other with injuries left and right well i guess i'm due for an injury Roger so, strong Roger strong only danny, danny birch i guess i was due for that well then people that are wrestling elias king corbin nia Jax, carmella Morrison Gable with that two, four, six, eight man tag. So that's, uh, was it two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, uh, sixteen, eighteen. So I have eighteen wrestlers here, Mikey. That, uh, right. if you would like to roll on my ass, roll a D18. And then what is it? Hopefully you have insurance. That's a D20 plus 10. Plus 10. Jesus Christ. So the, the 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 best you can get is eleven weeks. 
great. <laughs> I have a lot of people here that are important that, that I need right. to have. I rolled my D18. Oh, my God. I got a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Chad Gable. Oh, no! I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. <sighs> I was so hype on Gable Fly. He, he flew too close to the sun. <laughs> the bird. Our bird flew too close to the sun. Oh, like I'm Icarus. Like the mighty Icarus. Icarus. He has flew too close to the sun, has broken something, and he's falling down. He flew too close to the sun where Daniel Bryan pushed him out of the nest and he just fell. God dang it. Ah, uh, what a bummer. What a... I was I was excited for Chad Gable's push. Oh no. Well, I'll reveal it now cuz he's cuz he's injured. He was going to win the whole thing. He was going to win the I tournament. Knew. Oh man. <laughs> that ruins me so badly. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, that ruins me so badly. Chad Gable's going to oh, win this whole sucks. tournament. I'm so ready for Chad Gable, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. This sucks. I'm bad. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ryan. Okay, well. Randomizer. D20 plus 10. Hit me. Uh, all right. Uh, let's bust out. Where the hell? Let's bust out my D20. D20 plus 10. This is upsetting. Good old metal dice. This is very upsetting. Ryan, I rolled a 10. 10 plus 10. 20 weeks. (sighs) Dang it. I'm upset. I'm upset. Mikey. Okay, well, while I'm figuring out when my boy is coming, he was injured and then came back. I've been pushing him, and now he's re-injured. I'm sorry. <laughs> it made this happen. God, Shorty G. You're go- I'm giving you back the name Shorty G because of this. <laughs> no, uh, it's not his fault. <laughs> it it kind of sucks, Mikey, but it, it's not too bad comparatively. You have a card subject to change. Again? Yes, you have to replace an entire match. So you have to cut a match and replace it with something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see. So there's there's some options here, I would say, but uh I think I think most of your most of your storyline stuff probably came from like well, I don't know, the future holds, but uh I think there's some there's some possible replacements in there. Let me count up when was it 20 weeks? God dang it. Okay, I got I got Chad Gable here. <sighs> Chad Gable returns January. Oh wait, no, that's incorrect because it's Monday Night Raw. Chad Gable returns January eleventh. All right, that is after. Um, if I, if all these dates are correct, I believe that will be after Survivor Series, after TLC. That might be potentially in time with the pay-per-view after TLC, which is January. So that actually might be the Royal Rumble. So he might be able to return at the Royal Rumble. That could be that. Honestly, this could be a blessing in disguise then. He's not going to win the Rumble. I mean, come on. It's not a huge blessing in disguise. Hey, there's no reason to, to disappoint the fans like that. He was going to have an icy title match against Sheamus at the next pay-per-view. At Clash Ryan, of Champions. But, but Shorty G might out. return at the Rumble. Are you kidding? It could be the biggest pop of the century. <laughs> Chad Gable injured for 20 weeks. The guy that was going to win this whole tournament, gone. I guess Daniel Bryan will be stepping up. <laughs> oh, man. I got to rework this whole tournament. Luckily, it's the beginning. But, yeah, uh, that's true. God dang. God dang it. God dang, pal. Oof. I already All have right. Titus well, I've, here. I've figured out what match I'm replacing. Okay. Well, then hit me, I guess. I am cutting Charlotte Flair versus Mandy Rose and replacing it with Mickey James versus Dana Brooke and Mickey James picking up the victory. Okay. Okay. Mickey, the, the, the... the debut of Mickey James. Or the, the re debut, I guess. Okay. I, I like that. Get the debut of Mickey James opening the show of SmackDown. I actually 
I would be honest. I think that makes the card a little bit better. It gives Rose one less one less loss, uh, but and it gets the huge huge debut of Mickey James. I, I I like that. I like that. I wonder who 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 is lower on this uh, this ranking, Dana Brooke or Mandy Rose? Who what, what's their records? That's what I want to see. Mandy Rose versus Dana Brooke. Let's see. Let's see their record in our universe. Mandy Rose is two and twelve. Dana Brooke, two and fifteen. Ooh. Oh my god. Ryan, stop doing this to me. I the, get it. The heated rivalry. I have jobbers in my division. Jesus Christ. Dolph Ziggler, zero and seven. Ugh. Um let me see. I wanna I wanna look at these now. No, I just want to look at these. Who who are who are the jobbers in this? Titus O'Neill, zero and three. That's my that's my one of my jobbers. Same thing of Kalisto, zero and three. Dolph Ziggler, zero and seven. Shelton Benjamin, one and four. Bo Dallas, zero and seven. God. God dang it, pal. Don't worry. Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Charlotte Flair, Finn ba- Basically, everyone that was on SmackDown are high up for the most part. Because uh, we have we have more of their records. So it's kind of, kind of weighted differently. Maybe I should subtract all those wins and losses and just start from this year. But I didn't. So uh, get off my... But I guess maybe the data is wrong. Who cares? But uh, there we go. So Chad Gable injured for 20 weeks during this match. Um, I got to figure something else out. He's out of this tournament. Um, maybe Dana Bryan stepping up while also trying to defend edge. Dana Bryan fighting a two front war here. Possibly, possibly, um, we'll see we'll see how this goes i'll make the call or uh someone's getting a bye week maybe instead i don't know we'll see we'll see baby uh and then you gotta replace that match and he did debut of mickey james so again if you like those if you liked our cards our full cards then you can go vote on which card you thought was better by going over to twitter at hit the books pod and voting in that poll right at the top of our page pinned at the top vote there do you like my version of raw better do you like mikey's version of smackdown why are there give us a follow why don't you hear our thoughts about the world of professional wrestling and everything in between ska taco bell <laughs> things of that nature yeah you know the the essentials ska and taco bell <laughs> the essentials um you can also subscribe to this podcast feed not only will you get this show you also get a review of SummerSlam. Uh, proper WWE SummerSlam proper, and also that SummerSlam pay-per-view special, our own version of SummerSlam. So you get double the dose of SummerSlam, but also you get the uh, Monday show, Wrestling Statistics, every Monday on the big old feed. So uh, subscribe to this feed, and you'll get all of that. And, of course, down the line, we teased it last week, the return of Mikey's Indy 500 is coming. It's just a matter of when at this point. So, uh... So I get excited for that. Subscribe to this feed. There's going to be more stuff coming down the pipeline. So get ready for all of that. Uh, and if you like what we did here as well, leave a review. We'll leave a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Go over to iTunes. Takes like maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Not even. Makes like 30 seconds. Leave a review. We would greatly appreciate reading your thoughts and comments. Or just leave a five-star review because we want to get that feedback, baby. Um, and you can also go to our YouTube channel. We have other content there as well, so go check that out. You know, and maybe if we start doing some Twitch streams, maybe I'll Twitch play, like, some of those, you know, booking games. I forget what it's called. Not Fire, not fire Pro Wrestling, but I also want to get play that at some point. But there's, like, a booking simulator we'll, thing, so we'll, maybe we'll, we'll do we'll that. We'll steal Up Up Down Down's idea, and we'll do the GM mode. Yeah, we'll steal all of their ideas. Um... <laughs> And we'll do so. Maybe maybe we'll put some stuff there along with other things. I don't know. I don't know. But subscribe there. There's going to be stuff there. There's video versions of this podcast. Uh, so go subscribe there as well. Uh, and if you enjoyed or want to support us even more, you can always donate to our Red Circle page. There's a link to it in the bottom of the description of this podcast. Donate there, and the you know proceeds go to us. I say that like we're a charity case, but we're not. We're just you know two dudes. Booking Raw and SmackDown two for years. Two dudes, baby. Two dudes. Uh, Mikey, anything for you to plug? Anything? To, any thoughts or anything? 
I think you got it. Uh, like like you said before, look out for uh, Indy 500 uh, coming come back with a little bit of a rebranding uh, and a special new surprise. So Ooh. stay tuned for that. Do I do I know what the surprise is? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> my brain is cur- currently running through all the surprise scenarios in my brain. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah, go subscribe to so get ready for that rebranding of Mikey's Indy 500. Until next time, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We have uh, a special, maybe fun episode next week, so definitely get ready for that. Uh, until next week, until then, for Mikey, I've been Ryan. We've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.